welcome back to your Mindful Month podcast. I'm Astra, Mindful Yoga Coach and founder of Therapy Yoga, sharing my tips and practices for a mindful month. So I would love to hear from you on any of my content, so feel free to leave a message on this podcast or you can reach me via my website therapyyoga.co.uk, on Facebook at Therapy Yoga for Wellbeing or Instagram at Therapy Yoga. Let's dive in. Welcome to your Mindful Month in November and I hope you're very well and sending healing love to those managing ill health uh, and even grief at this time. And I would say that we're going through a really intense period of world stress and there are lots of implications for uh, well-being, uh, particularly with um, countries uh, like the UK at the moment that are going in or continuing to be in social isolation. So that being said, you may or may not be aware that it is International Stress Awareness Week. So I think this podcast is quite timely um, and it could you could call it a stress awareness special. So I thought it'd be helpful to share a mindfulness practice called the STOP Meditation, which is actually an acronym. And I'll go through that a little bit later in the podcast. And I think that uh, STOP was developed uh, originally by John Kabat-Zinn and he's an American professor of medicine and founder of the Stress Reduction Clinic and he also developed the Mindfulness Stress Reduction Program and when I trained in mindfulness, um, John Kabat-Zinn's work was very influential in, in, in my uh, teacher who taught me, um, taught directly with that school. And he, I think, again, um, this is based on my research, was uh, the first person to fuse Buddhist meditation practice with yoga and cognitive therapy, aka mindfulness. And the stop meditation is exactly what it says on the tin. So when you're feeling stressed and you need to center and ground yourself, it's like an internal call to action to just stop whatever you're doing. Uh, to intervene and get back on track to feeling more balanced within the body and mind. So just before we explore STOP, I'm just going to say a few words about my perspective on stress. So I'm a mindfulness mentor for stress management in the workplace, as well as teaching individuals um, now within the home online. And what I know works, and, and this also stems from my own personal practice of yoga and mindfulness, which stretches over 20 years now, is that the antidote to stress is simply calm. As simple as it sounds. And what the stop meditation does uh, for highly pressured situations or stressful situations is to introduce instant calm. And this might take a few goes and I would definitely think that it works better as part of a number of calming tools which you're integrating into your lifestyle. So tips around this is to really think about the senses. So, you know, when you calm the senses, you calm the mind. And for those listeners who also tune into my Tea Time Tuesday on Facebook or YouTube, you will know that I'm a big fan of using just a tea break, simple as a tea break to calm the senses. And that's through slowing down, you know, touching the cup, tasting the flavors, you know, taking notice of the detail of the flavors, something you probably just do automatically, but also the smell, just the smell of the tea as well. And, um, you know, things like scented oils and candles can work in a very similar way. But the important aspect to this, um, 
and, and especially when you're thinking about creating calm to uh, deal with stress is that you need to bring some mindful awareness, uh, you know, be very conscious that that's what you're doing. And uh, when I say mindful awareness, I'm talking about compassionate curiosity. And so that's curiosity about what's going on in the body, your thoughts and emotions. So you can actually attend to what's present in that moment. So, you know, when you're really thinking about um, meeting stress, you're, you're thinking about meeting it head on, what's actually there for you in that moment. But again, it's only part of the story. And for some of us, we're just presenting symptoms of unresolved issues and possibly long-term trauma. In this case, we would need to look at deeper practices, um, a wider range of tools from cognitive and complementary therapies. And if you feel that is something that may apply to you, then please do contact your local healthcare professional in the first instance. But getting back to managing everyday stress and pressurised situations, when calming the senses or coming into meditation, the other thing I would add is that it's important to remember that all of these practices are based in self-kindness. And that can be quite an alien concept, the self-kindness. And so yoga and Buddhism, uh, the tradition is based on a foundation of compassion for all things. And there's this idea that you can only really live in equilibrium when that compassion starts with you. So it's quite radical uh, because, you know, thinking about uh, directing a lot of attention to ourselves in this way uh, can feel uh, quite difficult for, for, for a lot of us. So for me, where the work is done with managing stress uh, and really having, you're you're really wanting to have uh, the same patience, understanding and forgiveness for yourself that you would show to a loved one. So the question, I think, then becomes not how do we manage stress, but how can we be more kind to the mind And there's a quote that I've personally found very helpful, and it comes from the Katha Upanishad. So that's K-A-T-H-A. And the Upanishads are an Indian uh, ancient text dated around 900 BCE. And it forms some of the philosophical theory behind yoga practice. So the, the passage reads, or the sentence reads, when we become content with ourselves... There is nothing else to be known. So I'll just repeat that. When we become content with ourselves, there is nothing else to be known. So please tell me how that quote landed with you. And I I think I'll just end it there. And you can tune into the Stop Meditation now, which is only around four minutes. So four letters, four minutes, which is a great way of remembering it. And I will summarise on the other side with some suggested reading. And again, I really welcome hearing your views on the content. You can email me at astra at therapyyoga.co.uk or connect with me on Instagram at therapyyoga or Facebook at therapyyoga for wellbeing. So prepare yourself by sitting well and I will see you on the other side.
Welcome to your stop meditation. Sit well, maybe with some back support. And if on a chair, ensure your feet are connected to the floor. And you might find it more easeful with your eyes closed or with your gaze low. Now firstly, bring to mind the word stop. Just connect with its meaning in this moment. Acknowledge the pause from external activity. Taking a conscious breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. And then just continue breathing entirely through the nose if that feels appropriate. We neither breathe in the past or the future but every breath represents the present moment. Now observe what's here. Observe where you may be feeling more at ease, maybe in the breath or parts of the body, experiencing less tension. But also observe where there may be tension in the body, thoughts or emotions. Just acknowledge they're here. And so in your mind's eye, send the feeling of ease that you acknowledged before to the areas that are needed in this moment. And then simply come back to observing the breath. Your in-breath for renewed energy Your outbreath for renewed calm. And now just proceed in your day knowing you can come back to this technique of simply stopping, taking a breath and attending to what's here and what's needed in this present moment.
go well. Welcome back on the other side and it's definitely worth taking note of how you're feeling after that pause, what became apparent to you and where you might find it useful to use that technique again in different scenarios. And you can use the tool to just check in during times when maybe everyday worry builds up to feeling anxious and a kind of sense of strain. And um, for me, it brings some renewed awareness of uh, or even like a sense of lightness to this this feeling of being weighed down by stress. Um, so, yeah, if you find it useful, uh, do let me know if you if you uh, have kind of some feedback on that practice. I do like to hear how these practices land with people. So in terms of further reading, I'm currently enjoying Jay Shetty's book, Think Like a Monk. And if you haven't come across Jay Shetty, he's a former monk turned social media sensation with his modern take on ancient wisdom. And so I'm finding this quite refreshing at the moment because I'm a little bit of an ancient wisdom geek. Um, and so I sort of see uh, why he's uh, he's doing uh, what was why he's written his book in the way he's written it, because it really does contextualize it and modernize it. And there's a really great chapter, I think, from the point of view of uh, looking at managing stress. And it's entitled The Charioteer's Dilemma. And this also makes reference to uh, the Katha Upanishad, which I mentioned um, earlier in the intro. And there there was a, a, a nice quote, uh, which I found really interesting, and I'll just paraphrase it. When the five senses and the mind are still, we can clear the path for inner freedom. So I'll just repeat that. When the five senses and the mind are still we can clear the path for inner freedom. And the chapter also shines a light on the Bhagavad Gita. And um, that's also an ancient Indian text, which forms an important part of Hindu tradition. And I actually have fond memories of exploring the philosophical stories within the Gita as part of my uh, training uh, diploma as a yoga teacher. So what the Gita does is it presents this picture of the mind-body represented as a chariot, its horses and the charioteer. And how the analogy goes is that the chariot is the physical body, the charioteer is the intellect, the reins are the mind and the five horses represent the five senses. So I probably need to to say that again, uh, just so you can uh, follow this analogy. So the chariot is the physical body, the charioteer is the intellect, the reins are the mind and the five horses represent the five senses. So the untrained mind or the unaware mind is when the charioteer falls asleep leaving the horses, which are the senses, left to their own devices, reacting to whatever's going on around them. So they're really at the whim of uh, all these competing sensory stimuli and emotional triggers. Um, But in contrast, uh, the trained mind manages these senses and the charioteer is, uh, in Jay Shetty's words, awake, aware and attentive. And there are these 
similar analogies uh, of the mind in in different ancient writings and you may be familiar with the term the monkey mind um which you know is a little bit like you know keeping the reins on the mind uh, you know discipline in regulating the mind in in found in buddhist texts and i'm sure there's many more of these an- analogies in in different um books over the the centuries um and one of the things i found uh, interesting about jay shetty's book is just the title and the t- the subtitle is called train your mind for peace and purpose and what he tends to do uh, i think obviously as a former monk is direct the reader to meditation so i'm definitely a fan of meditation but he also touches on the challenges of meditation you know and contextualizes it he talks about you know finding meditation when he first came into it being boring and uncomfortable and irritating at times which i'm sure you can relate to and i certainly can um, but he you know has this constant message which is you know that those kind of shortcomings shouldn't um you, you shouldn't kind of uh stop there and you know just keep going um because there are sort of long-term benefits uh to meditation so i think that's kind of the the message uh, of of the book and it's kind of one of the reasons why i started this podcast as well to just share meditations uh for everyone to explore who's listening just to see which one actually works and best serves you so yeah so if you're interested in um kind of ancient wisdom being looked at in a slightly modern way then yeah check out think like a monk and another book i came across by accident when browsing in a bookshop which feels like a million years ago um was this guided journal for self reflection it's it's called 5 minutes to a mindful you and um after every few pages what's in it is um there's like it's, it's basically quotes and suggestions uh, and maybe insights and considerations it's kind of made up of those and it's kind of throughout the the journal and after each section there are lined pages uh, so you can jot down your thoughts um it doesn't have an author but it's published by octopus group 2019 and so that's a journal rather than a book and if you wanted to research more about the ancient text that i mentioned earlier then the translations that i use of the upanishads and the gita are by eknath ishwan so i don't know if i pronounced that right but i'll just spell the first name which is e k n a t h and iswaran i think that's a better pronunciation is e a s w a r a n and both of the uh, the the translations um i feel uh, create this feeling of greater connection and compassion really for all things and a sense of grounding about our collective experiences as human beings but they're not easy reads and um they can feel quite abstract and actually the instruction in some of these texts uh suggests that you should be learning um these teachings with the stewardship stewardship of a guru so in modern times that's you know sign up to a personal development course on yoga philosophy with an experienced teacher and if 2021 allows i will be offering a foundations in yoga course and we'll be explore, exploring some of these texts Uh, as well as the foundations of yoga practice and um yeah so if that's something that interests you do let me know 
Keeping within the theme of stress, you might be interested in joining my five-week mindful yoga course for stress release, and that starts on the 11th of November, and it will be my last online course of the year, and I will be sharing simple breathing practices for creating inner calm, gentle yoga sequences, I love gentle mindfulness-based yoga, um, which uh, really is designed to help with stress and anxiety. So you can find out more and you can book onto the course on my website, therapyyoga.co.uk. So that brings us to the end of the episode and I do really hope you found it helpful. And just, just to say, as always, with namaste hands at my heart, until the next time, wishing you all very well.